0: Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg.
2: <laughs> is that Start Us or Stardust?
3: It's Stardust. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's... Uh, let's, let's go Hoagy Carmichael with this one. All I, all I can think of is Eugene Levy. But uh who's the guy that starred in Gladiator? Gladiator. 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 Russell Not uh, Eugene Levy. Yes, Russell Crowe.
2: Yeah. Although
3: it would be a different film if it was Eugene
2: Levy. Oh man, that would be great. I would Better, love to probably. see that. I would love to see that. Also. Are you
3: not entertained? And Christopher Guest walks out. So it's <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta happen.
2: That needs to happen now. Oh my god, please.
3: <laughs> um Yeah, it's it's funny. It's uh uh, Danny DeVito, of course, is it's 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 always sunny in, in Philadelphia, which, again, I don't think you've seen right, or haven't watched very much of. I've not watched. And much it, it's not. just such a phenomenal show. One of my favorite shows ever.
2: That's on my list. Um,
3: yeah, but it's just like it's funny because Danny DeVito plays Frank. He plays the well, anyway, he plays Frank on the show and he's great because the characters written yes. great for him. And he's always great. Yes. Almost always. Yes. But it's such that tells you what a great show it is. Oh, it's got Danny DeVito on it. And he's just one of the people. Yes. It's just like it's so phenomenal. But anyway, he was on the they have a podcast like everybody has a podcast. But McElhaney and Howerton and Charlie Day have a have a podcast and Danny DeVito was on it uh i don't know i guess the last one first yeah. time he's been on it because it's usually just those three guys since they came up with the show and stuff i, which I, makes
2: I, I have to interject for just a moment when you said everyone oh, i'm sorry progress- you
3: gotta clean that stuff up you got a towel near yeah. you.
2: <laughs> actually i only have uh, paper towels there's no towels in this airbnb um but when That's you said weird. is that, everyone- that true no no kitchen towels
3: though oh, oh for our, for our listeners kitchen. me Um, We should we should say Todd is not at his residence. He is. He bought a farm in Markham, Ontario, a hundred acre farm. I did. And he's growing um, some weed mules. I'm not sure what that is, but unless you're growing the people who are. That's just just what I was told on Wikipedia. Anyway, (laughs) what were you saying?
2: Everything about Wikipedia, everything in Wikipedia is true. When you said that everyone has a podcast, we've had five, I believe. So, yes, everyone has a podcast. I
3: think we've had a lot more than five.
2: No, actually nice we time.
3: probably have had it. <laughs> i think i've I mean, forgotten about so i had that one with uh derek markham who who actually lives in your neck of the woods now mark and near, near markham he lives in toronto um and uh that one with uh michelle x or whatever it was called thursday so i mean i can't it's yeah, crazy yeah. it's crazy 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 and none yeah. of them have been any good that's the thing
2: well that's why we keep trying
3: what was hoping, I even talking, what were you even talking about before we got hoping, here?
2: We're hoping for magic time. You're talking about Danny DeVito.
3: Oh, Dan, Danny DeVito, yeah. So he, um, I didn't know this about Danny DeVito, but he. By the
2: way, by the way, I want to interject here.
3: Danny that, DeVito's on the show? Sweet. No, no, it just that, got that better. little
2: moment, that little moment of mine was time management. I'm a time management coach for all of our podcasts, and I will soon be the head coach because that's how things work.
3: Man, you should have been fired a long time ago. Should have been. Um, gosh, I mean, uh. It's not like you're benching Derek Carr. But uh. so <laughs> anyway, De- Danny DeVito, Derek Carr is on the show now. Danny DeVito is on, on the It's Always Sunny podcast. And yes. he's talking about like, he's Danny DeVito. You know, he's fun to listen to, but he's talking about That's like funny. they ask him, hey, what would you do before you started acting? And he was like, actually, I used to be a hairdresser and which I didn't know. But uh, he would do these. Uh, the, his sister ran a. Oh, almost at a brothel. That would be incorrect. I apologize, if Mr. DeVito. Ever listens to this? His sister used to run a, like a hairdresser place, and he is in New Jersey in like the early sixties, I guess. But um,
2: <laughs> a hairdresser place. <laughs>
3: Yeah, hairdresser, whatever you call them, I, whatever you call them back then. I don't want to be one of those people who talks, you know, like about their era. Like if we may have called it something differently in the in the '50s or whatever yeah. than we call it now. You it know? was
2: a it was a pizzeria slash child trafficking.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Because yeah. that's yeah. what they are. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and so um, but he he said, yeah, he he had the older clientele, and he got asked to do this um one thing about like uh this family the, the, one of his clients died not on the chair but died and the family wanted him to do the hair and so he did that a few times he was like eh, it's a little bit weird but did the hair, and, and he kept going and He was like actually this kind of sounds like it's an always sunny uh episode and I was like, oh yeah kind of does actually seahawks um so uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> speaking yes. of almost dead the 2022 season I mean, uh, you know, they play the the New York Jets, the Jets of New York uh, tomorrow in Seattle. The Jets have, I mean, their defense is, their defense is fantastic. Their offense is not good, but that's the same that the Seahawks offense has not been good lately. And the defense strangely was, uh, what do you think? This defense is so weird. It's like they suck against so many people. Yes. And then it's like they play the Chiefs and they were never, the game was never close, but but for the record, it wasn't the defense's fault.
2: No, it wasn't, which is odd because actually, I mean, you look at the, the score in the Niners game and the defense. They, uh, the defense is playing much better than it was a month ago, but they're having key moments where you cannot do that. And unfortunately, like, again, it's like, oh, you know what? They have a tight end. I've never heard of that position. I don't know if we <laughs> should cover them or not. Let's let them run wild. And if they would just cover the damn tight ends, I, I'm not saying they would have won those games, but those games would have been close because that's basically all that happened. And either it of those games. It's the
3: Mahomes, Mahomes play, which is just, he's just a, well, a freak Mahomes of nature.
2: Is, is insane. But yeah, now all of a sudden the offense is sputtering. And, you and can't they even ran the ball well.
3: Yeah, so it's exactly.
2: Like they in the second ball, half. Ball, finally. And you can't say, well, it's because they're missing Tyler Lockett because they weren't missing Tyler Lockett against the Niners, and they really didn't do anything. And granted, the Niners have – you're talking about a stout defense. Their defense is unholy, sadly, yep. because it's the Niners. But they have an amazing good defense. Uh, I would actually say the Jets' defense is like that. But anyway, yeah. They're both <laughs> yeah, really, was- really good defenses. But – Geno Smith has come a little bit back to earth, and I'm not saying, oh, now he's the Geno Smith we expected. No, he's just in a little bit of a slump. He's not playing badly, but he's he's now – he's like an average quarterback for the past three weeks.
3: Yeah, he's uh, not who, he who we thought he was. Who said that? Who's that coach of the Cardinal? Again, Eugene Levy pops in the head. It, it was It was Eugene life. Levy, yeah. Eugene Levy. Again, that would be fun. That. that would be great. He would actually probably be more successful. With that I season. was just going to say <laughs> that he
2: would be a much better coach. Also from the Mike Leach tree. Eugene Levy, not many people know that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. And
3: CFL days.
2: Hopefully, <laughs> be the CFL, wouldn't it? Hopefully, Gino uh, bounces back to his uh, amazingly ridiculous level of play that he was for most of, this, most of the season. You know, I, he says he's... Before the last two games, he said, hey, playing a little bit too more aggressive. Well, I don't know that that was really the issue because it's – he's still having these – the same issues that he's been. And again, it's not been poor play playing his part, but the only reason that they got to the point where people were talking about, oh my god, they may make the playoffs basically was because Gino was playing lights out. And he's not right. playing lights out now, and we're seeing what's happening with that. Uh is it co you've suggested in 12 dot com that what is
3: Twelfthmanrising.com. Gar-
2: Twelfthmanrising
3: dot com. What is that?
2: I'm not sure what Twelftmanrising.com. Some kind of
3: writing is. site, Twelfthmanrising.com?
2: Could well there are people on there who write. I'm not one of them but I just kinda like. Nobody else is stuff. this week.
3: No. Woo! Shade exactly. on the team. Actually, yeah. Uh even I haven't. I've been like, okay, I've got to, work has been day day job has been insane this week and it's just like okay, I'm having to I gotta get something posted. It's embarrassing to be this late in the season, and not post anything. Uh and so it's like okay, I got one I mean they're fluff pieces. So
2: fluff pieces. Did you use uh the, the uh what is it, CG chat? M C G chat to post? I'm looking into that. I'm gonna start doing
3: that. Is that an Andrew Tate thing?
2: Yeah, that's an Andrew Tate thing. Speaking of Andrew Tate wow talk about a self-immolation nice job dude exactly
3: i mean that whole fiasco I mean, he had with russell wilson early in russell wilson's career that's what we're talking about right yeah receiver totally. for for the seahawks andrew tate is andrew his name tate. andrew
2: Uh, pretty sure his name was not andrew but that's okay um
3: <laughs> andrew golden tate
2: andrew golden tate
3: agt yeah,
2: that's some pretty oh my god that's amazing
3: i didn't Under, name him america's his parents
2: got tate um
3: yeah, it's got got Tate or got something Tate. else. What do you say? <laughs> I mean, yeah. America does have what I thought you said, but, you know, yes. it's, it's a Andrew, family show. And nobody Andrew. listens to it. Just my family.
2: Andrew Tate basically is like he went full on starting quarterback of the New York Jets. And I'm not talking about Pat White, who sadly will be back. That that upsets me because he's Pat a much white? better. Yeah, much better. But Whatever his name is. That white guy.
3: Mike, Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> Pat, I like how it, Patrick White. People listening to this, it's like that's half funny. of it. It's not even a joke. We don't really know their names. Like, I can't remember the Cardinals coach's name who said that. So <laughs> Pat White, Pat, Pat Sajak is the coach. Of, Pat
2: Sajak. Pat, wow, that's
3: and really Mike White. Crazy. Actually, I wrote in the article yesterday. I was like, it was just, you know, one of those fluff things about here's how to watch the, the game that nobody reads. But we're supposed to do it. So I said, oh, Robert Smith is the color commentary guy. Uh but not the guy from the cure, that would be more awesome. And then I said something <laughs> <laughs> which it would be. It would be. Yeah. And then I said uh I said the other thing about Mike White. I was like not the guy right who created the White Lotus. That'd be pretty cool too.
2: That would be very cool. Although, yeah, Mike White's uh I mean that's really odd. I was actually actually watched this was not pre pro because I just happened to have it on, but a a well known talking head on uh, on Pat uh, the NFL. Pat Sajak, he was talking about the uh, debacle in Denver and suggesting that. I believe
3: it's pronounced Dibical.
2: Yeah, this is You could be wrong about that. Dipic. The Dibical. The like Yes. As
3: they say in Markham.
2: Yeah. They, they actually do. There's actually a brew house there called the dipical. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. I would go there right bunch now. bunch of
3: newfies who can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> But he was saying that, you know, this, this talk about, well, they're stuck with Russell until, you know, hell freezes over, which I think it done froze over already in Denver. Is like, no, this, they should just take the $85 million. Well, it froze million over
3: today. Hit. Three days from now, it'll be 70 degrees.
2: Yeah, probably. That uh, He's suggesting that they should just go yes. ahead and, and eat the $85 million cap hit in a couple of years because – Man. Yeah. Because do you really want to, and this is, this is the crazy part he suggested is like, you know, get a Mike White in there. And it's like, who, who had that on their bingo card for the NFL <laughs> where someone suggests is like, you know what, spend $85 million to get rid of Russell Wilson, to get rid of Russell Wilson and yeah. start Mike White. And it
3: makes perfect the sense. guy from white Lotus. And it is <laughs> it's funny because it's like, well, Same. yeah, he's not from the show. He created it. But, uh, if you've. If you were in and no offense to people in a comas, but if you were in a coma and then two years ago, you were like, oh, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, Seahawks quarterback is in the Pro Bowl. That Russell Wilson, he's still doing his job. And it's like, wait, what, what's yeah. happening
2: yeah. here? And actually, it was Peter King. He was talking to Peter King. He's in the, the Pro Bowl. Huh. Uh, well, he should be. Yeah, he was the one who suggested as like it makes much and it does make more sense. Uh, for them to just say, you know what, and this is assuming he doesn't get things turned around next season. Frankly, I hope he does 100%. because, you know, we've talked about this every time we talk about Russ is like we have no animosity towards Russ. We just enjoy how poorly he's playing this season because that makes the Broncos stink, which makes us get a better draft pick. I don't care what he does next.
3: 100 percent.
2: So, you know, hopefully he turns it around because it's really bad to watch. I,
3: it's funny you say that. I, I agree 100 percent. I don't want them to win a Super Bowl. Is the only thing. I just don't want them yeah. to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to. No. I don't think, you know, as we've mentioned several times on this podcast, that he's not – starting two years ago, he wasn't even the quarterback that Ex- he used to be.
2: Exactly, and that was the one thing Peter King missed. He said "It's like all of a sudden. It's like this is not all of a sudden. No, this no, no, no. Been,
3: no. Yeah. This
2: has been – we saw this, and I mean you wrote about it a year and a half ago. It was like second half of – not last year, but the year before. He was doing the same. He wasn't doing it as much. But he was doing this thing where it's like, oh, look, I see my receiver and I think I'll throw it 10 yards past him. And it's like, what are you doing? And uh, it's just gotten progressively worse since then. It's gotten gotten worse since he
3: stopped running as much. I mean, and that's that's the thing. It's almost, and you don't know if it's physical ability, like he took all, he's taken more hits this year than he's ever taken. Yes. FYI, but it's like he did take a bunch of hits because of the way he plays. And did that hurt his ability? Is he an old 32 years old because it's like he's taking so many hits and he can't run as well. He seems to run okay when he's running. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he used to always be healthy. So he took a bunch of hits or is it, and it could be that, or is it just a matter of him being like, I kind of want to change. I want to be this guy. And that's, he's not that guy. When he started, stopped running as much as, or the threat of him being mobile, the defenses are like, Oh, he's just going to throw the ball. or He won't see the guy over the middle. And that's no, no disrespect to Russell, he just has never really seen the guy over the middle. It's not like tight ends have blown up with right. the Seahawks. The wide receivers are great because he throws the best deep ball I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and he probably still he still does that to to some degree. They just don't do it as much. But I mean, his defense is fantastic in Denver. The problem is the offense. <laughs> I mean, the it head coach. It was. But it's also he. Did you watch any of that Rams game last watched- week?
2: I watched the highlights and it was like, after was that game.
3: Atrocious. He,
2: he was terrible and the defense was terrible against the Rams. And that.
3: I well, mean, that, Baker Mayfield, I mean, you can only hope to contain him.
2: <laughs> exactly right. I say
3: that. Watch, he'll probably throw for six touchdowns against the Seahawks. And then I'll have to say, well, you can only hope to contain him.
2: Well, I uh, personally i am happy for Baker Mayfield because I thought all the Baker Mayfield hate he was getting with Carolina was ridiculous because. The only reason they had a bad season with the Browns is because he's playing half the season injured. You know, it's like, come on, what do you expect the guy to do? And then he goes to the Panthers, Panthers, and is like, yeah, they may make the playoffs, but come on.
3: Uh, Yeah, maybe it was the Browns because Deshaun Watson, who we all detest, of course, has been back for many games now. Are the Browns that much better? Nope. No, they're not. Maybe it wasn't the quarterback.
2: Maybe. Yeah, it's – anyway. The, the whole thing with with the the Broncos is man that defense that their defense up until like the past couple games they were right there with the Niners with the Jets yeah. ridiculous great defense and you give up fifty four points to anybody that's terrible but after that they absolutely had to fire and we
3: we'll well, hold, about hold on game. hold on let's be fair it was only fifty one points <laughs>
2: that was, that's a night
3: actually it was only. F- Forty-four. Because didn't Bobby? Did he run that ball back for a touchdown? I I,
2: I don't I don't remember. I think oh, he was close. I hope he did. And and hopefully hopefully it was actually an interception this time.
3: It's, um, it's funny. But what Russell should have said after the game was that's why I don't throw the ball over the middle.
2: <laughs> I know Bobby's waiting. <laughs> um, yeah, that's such a such a train wreck. And and the fact that the guy who should have gotten the interim <coughs> coach job didn't want it supposedly out of friendship. For the head coach, but we all know it's because, as several have suggested, because he doesn't want his resume tainted by being associated. There with,
3: you go with that word again.
2: Tainted by association <laughs> with uh, Russ, which is pretty sad. Who, I mean, the Broncos sure as hell didn't see this. And and the Seahawks didn't see this coming either. There's no way that they thought, oh, yeah, you're not any good anymore. We'll just They dumped him because of the
3: salary. Yeah. Nobody like, thought he'd be this bad. Yeah. He's been horrible.
2: Yes, he has been terrible. I mean, I think he's ranked 31st in QBR right now. And at one point, I think he was ranked 33rd, which is really funny because there's only 32 teams.
3: Um, well, Mike White.
2: Yeah. Bat White.
3: The Jets have had 16 quarterbacks this year. No offense to the Jets, who could easily beat the Seahawks, but they yeah, do go through quarterbacks. They yeah,
2: they they do, don't they? Um Yeah, they definitely could beat the Seahawks, which is uh, scary. Uh, And again, it depends how much, how often will the defense show up? That's what it matters. Because for the most part, the past couple of weeks, they have, except for, oh, let's not pay attention to what's going on on this play and give up 50
3: 50 yards, you know, which is three drives could beat them. The Jets could have the ball. Well, three drives 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 and three drives. That's what I'm saying. Three drives. Literally,
2: that's what's happened the past two weeks. Three drives beat them. Because all of a sudden the offense isn't clicking, and it, we may get Lockett back, which would be like.
3: Oh, oh he's shit. playing. From my understanding, he full full on practice yesterday, uh, <sighs> even even catching punts. So he's <laughs> seriously. i
2: gonna, gonna break a finger in my hand. It's like okay, I'm miss a week. It's like <laughs> dude.
3: Well, because you know they.
2: I know, but still, it's like Lee
3: Majors is their surgeon, uh, but it's apparently. it's um, yeah. but yeah, he's he's playing. Walker's playing. The, what yeah. scares me is that Abe Lucas is questionable and mm. he's dealing with a knee injury. And yeah, no true. offense to Stone Forsyth, it's just. He's I not, mean, they're both big dudes, but he's yeah. not Lucas. No, and and that front seven for the Jets is yes. they're beastly.
2: Yeah. Well,
3: heck, the whole defense is beastly. Yeah. I don't want it'll, to it'll disregard sauce gardener
2: yeah and speaking of sauce gardener can can people please stop putting up stuff of, of it's like well let's see how sauce gardener goes against uh, they're not on the field at the same time you do realize cornerbacks don't play against cornerbacks quarterbacks don't play against quarterbacks i hate that stuff is like
3: oh, oh you're wrong sorry you're wrong. sorry to interject this i don't know if you saw the new rules from week 17 the defensive <laughs> players have to go against the other defensive players on the offense It's completely it's that's what makes the NFL great. You just never know who's going to make the playoffs. That would be great. (laughs) That's right.
2: Yeah, he could be seven and ten and make the playoffs.
3: (laughs) Who knew Cody Barton would go 21 to 24 for 300 yards?
2: (laughs) That would be. Bizarre. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's just okay. It's like you can talk about how they're going to perform against the other offenses, but it's it's not head to head. No. It's like every it seems like every week and it's like, oh, Tom Brady against so and so It's like,
3: mm. and you're talking about Tariq Wollen versus Sauce Gardner. Yes, I'm assuming. Yeah.
2: And it's just uh, you do realize they don't face against each other. Right. I mean, there are better ways to state that. It's like, yeah, it will be interesting to see how they play, but their defenses don't even employ them the same way.
3: I wonder, if you bring up an interesting point. I wonder if there's, I'm not saying play Tariq Wollin on offense at all. I'm just wondering if like you needed to have, if you just had to have a hell Mary to win the game, the Seahawks should put Wollin in the game as a receiver, shouldn't they? He's tall. He's yes. played receiver.
2: Yes. He played receiver for most of his football life. Um, We know he's got pretty decent hands. I mean, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I, I wonder... I, why did he? I'd never really read why they switched him to corner because obviously because he
3: asked they, the coach asked him to the coach the coach before when the u the whoever's coaching I know his name but it's probably Eugene Living but whoever's coaching sure Texas San Antonio came about three years ago and he's changed the program and when he got there right Woolen had played. Receiver and he asked Willen, do you want to play receiver? Do you want to play defensive back? And Willen said, I want to play cornerback. So that's why the switch officially happened. It was interesting um, that he... But then UTSA has like this balls yeah. out receiver this year. It's weird. It's like, yeah. oh,
2: but for, for whatever reason, it's like, yeah, the, we know the guy can catch a ball. Like, uh, you know, how is his – maybe
3: he – He's not Chris Matthews in the Super Bowl. Good, but <laughs>
2: – Yeah, he is busy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, it's not about – it's like how precise are his routes. It's like for a Hail Mary, go to the end zone. That's that's the precision you need. Exactly. It's like can the guy jump? Can the guy target a ball? Yes. It's like, yeah, absolutely. We should put him in. It would be insane not to put him in because he's kind of fast. I,
3: I, yeah. yeah, that play against the Chiefs was – that was Arrowhead attic our fan-sided yeah. uh, Eugene Levy at uh, <laughs> doing what the, I can't think of any words except for Eugene Levy right now. But um, <laughs> after the – they they don't tweet as much as we do during the games, and I think it's because they have an idea of what they're supposed to be doing, and we don't. Sure. Or at least I personally do not. But after that uh, Tariq Woolen play, yeah. they I did – I was like, I wonder if they noticed – or if they said anything, and they were like, their their tweet was, that Tariq Willen guy, I guess he's for real. Because that play yeah. was sick. Because the receiver was beyond him. Because he, he, the replay, he clearly looks to be like, do I have safety help? Oh, I don't have safety help. And then he catches that guy in like yeah. a second. Yeah, and inter- almost intercepts the ball. And then they just they literally stop throwing him towards yeah. him. Two targets. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, this guy is who we thought he was. And that's Eugene Levy. So uh, we're gonna stop, pl- stop throwing him the ball. We'll just. Twenty-four yeah, points and, is enough to win.
2: Yeah, and as you said, Mahomes is a, an absolute freak of that guy. Does stuff passing that I really, I mean, he's like kind of remind as if Pete Maravich was a quarterback. I mean, he does stuff with the football that you shouldn't be able to throw at those angles. With that precision, and it's ridiculous what he can do. And he yeah, said
3: – Pete it's like, Maravich at LSU, not the professional Pete Maravich.
2: That's true. Uh, it's, it's just – it's ridiculous. It's like he said, nope, I'm not going to even try to, to go against this guy. Like, interesting. Very yeah.
3: – If he had intercepted the ball, that may have been one of the top – his top plays of, of the season uh-huh. because he – and he almost did. But it was like he clearly – he was beat. I'm getting well. He he wasn't yeah. beat. I don't want to say that. He thought he was getting safety help, and because right. this is the Seahawks defense and they don't seem to communicate at all, he was like, "Oh, I guess right. nobody's covering this guy. I guess I'll have to run and catch this." And he he, I mean, it yeah. was just, and he's made that kind of play. He gets beat Never over beat. in crossing patterns sometimes. That's that's really the only pattern that kind of beats him, because I think he's still in some ways a rookie and he expects. Oh, yeah. There to be better communication and for people to sure. pick up receivers that aren't picking up receivers like in that case. And he just – thankfully, it was a post pattern. He can literally outrun – he can probably run with Usain Bolt. when, And that's not even a joke. Like on the football like field, he could probably run with Usain Bolt.
2: That, and that's the thing. He has ridiculous acceleration. His closing speed is ungodly.
3: And it doesn't I mean, even look like he's accelerating, right? It's right. like, oh, okay. He's just – he's suddenly going faster.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. He's fast, and we all know he's fast. But his reactions, that play is like the – like you said, that's the prime – that might be his best play even though it wasn't an interception. His recognition and then his closing speed to be able to make that play is like – nobody does that except this dude. It's absolutely insane to see how – like you said, he wasn't –
3: He should have picked it off. And then he should have, you know, he would have landed on his back because of the way the play was. And then he should have yeah. got up and just started yelling at other Seahawks defenders, be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But he he has an absolutely in, insane closing speed.
3: Yeah. Well, the good thing is he'll figure out how to play a cornerback position in the NFL one day, and he'll be pretty do, pretty good.
2: Yeah, probably will. Probably will. I. Yeah, it's it, it'll be like all the games with the Seahawks it'll be an interesting game which you gotta be thankful for that because last year there were a few games where it was like you almost didn't even want to watch and I mean granted there have been a few games where you might have felt like turning the game off but
3: hey in that in that 49ers game on Thursday night football I started writing the recap in the first quarter and that's not a joke
2: yeah yeah because yeah um at least, at least they've been entertaining. There have been a couple of games not so entertaining, true. But for the most part, they've been a really entertaining team. They don't give up. I mean, granted, we've had two games now where they score late when it really doesn't make any difference, and which makes the game— Just
3: like in the Chiefs game.
2: Right, which makes the game look closer than it really was. Uh, but again, that, the Chiefs game is so odd because they outgamed the Chiefs. They had yeah, to the ball longer than the right. Chiefs, and it's just— I,
3: I wrote an article saying that same exact thing like if you yeah. usually as we all yeah. know if you look at the raw stats I mean the Seahawks might win but they're the time of possession is like so one sided towards the other team they get right. out game they still win. This game it was like the Seahawks time yeah. they led time of possession almost they, 10 uh, Yeah the the first downs were there the the mm-hmm. yards were there but it's like it was never close they after 8:56 left in the second quarter when the Chiefs got up 4 It was never closer than 14 points.
2: No. And uh, that was – they were 2 of 14 on third down, right, against the Chiefs? Oh, that's an improvement
3: over the rest of the year. (laughs) That's
2: practically – I mean, they kind of made up for a little bit. They were – I think that's 3 of 6 on fourth down, which is – but, you know, if you have to go for first downs six times on fourth down, that's an indictment on your offense, obviously. Yeah, and
3: don't don't run the ball. I know they got better at it, but – yeah. How we've seen this, we didn't. We we've seen it beyond Waldron. It's and maybe I like Pete Carroll a lot, but maybe this yeah. is a Pete Carroll thing because we saw it under Bevel. It's like okay, it's fourth and one. We're gonna run the ball up the middle. Don't throw throw it out to the flat to a tight end. We see, and I'm not saying that as like oh, I know what I'm talking about. We see every other team do that. You know, oh, it yeah. works. You need two yards. Pick up two yards. That's literally all you need. Instead, so if yeah. we're gonna run the ball up the middle, we're gonna make it so obvious. Oh, I didn't pick it up. What a shock.
2: It might be a holdover from a certain championship game. It's like maybe he's just got...
3: Bill Walsh.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never throwing the ball in. again when it's close. Um, that's true, yeah. Especially when you have ex- an exceptionally... But that's ac- different.
3: That wasn't... That's not even fourth right. down. That was second. No, it back. wasn't.
2: Right. Uh, and when you've got an exceptionally accurate quarterback, and granted, his, his accuracy has dropped off the past few games, but... Maybe if he had those, what should be easy gimme passes, he would be uh, completing those and bringing up his percentage too. So uh, – and and again, I say that his accuracy has dropped. It's still better than Russ's this season.
3: It, it is, isn't, but he's bad. putting up – he's throwing passes – yeah, in places that are highly dangerous, which he wasn't earlier in the season, and then he made right. two massive mistakes that actually could have changed it, at least the narrative of the game because mm-hmm. even though the Chiefs what was it seventeen to three at halftime something like that yeah and then the the Seahawks had the was it, did they have three it was seventeen to three at halftime right and so the Seahawks had that first drive and he had acres in front of him to pick the run for, for third down. And it's almost like he's a little in between because yeah. I've, I'm not an NFL quarterback by any stretch. I can't even play peewee quarterback. The coach would be like, you're third string behind this four-year-old. But it should be a no-brainer that like, should. I see this entire field for 25 yards beyond me. I need eight. I can pick this up. And he didn't. He tried to force a pass and a good one. That killed the drive, which actually started to be a little promising. And yeah. then the pass he threw to one. I when I was tweeting out during the game, again, three beers in, or as we like to say, three Eugene Levies in. Yes. Um, you know, it's I thought, oh, Goodwin just ran the wrong route, but then Gino after the game was like, yep, that was just on me. I was yeah. like, that was a horrible pass.
2: It was. That was that was worthy of Russell Wilson. Um,
3: and, yeah, it was actually.
2: And, and there's one that's one of the many things I really really like about Gino it is like if he makes a mistake, he owns it. I think there have been times when it really wasn't his mistake, and he owns it as if it was.
3: I, I mean, this, I agree with that. Yeah. This
2: guy will never, ever throw a teammate under the bus. Ever. I mean
3: uh, – He will on the sidelines when he's talking to – but that happens – That's it, different. It, that's, it, it's, it's, it's different because him you bus, see that – yeah, because and yeah. people – and they they focus – of course, they focus – They but by they, I mean the Eugene Levy people. Yes. They focus on the quarterbacks on the sideline. If they're yelling oh, at somebody – I mean, how many times has Tom Brady yelled at somebody on the sidelines? Literally every game every probably play. ever played.
2: E- even, even after completions and touchdowns, I think he yells.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he probably does because it's like, hey, Kate, <laughs> we scored a touchdown, but you still could have blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's yeah. just correcting. That's just being correct. Right. Right. But it's like we've seen – we've seen Gino yell at – players but yeah people see that and they're like if they've never been involved in the game or anything they're oh he's yelling that happens literally every game everywhere every level every game ever yeah it's like you just caught it you just caught him yelling but that's because they're competing exactly they're not like okay i guess we'll go back to the sidelines and we'll blah 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 blah." right it's like no they get pissed if things are going wrong and you see him yell and gina's probably correct he probably. knows the offense is better, better than anybody else, probably. besides no, Shane he does.
2: And even even coming into this game. Right. And people are talking about, oh, how's it feel to face the Jets? And he's like, there's no animosity. There's no they didn't give me much. A lot of people would say that. And <laughs> Pete Carroll even made a joke about it.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> which was hilarious. It's like, yeah, they did the same thing to me. It's like, yeah, right. Pete, That's They funny. did. Which is, which is so damn funny. But Geno Smith is such – he's such an awesome leader. It's like I will be so pissed off if they don't re-sign him for the two, three seasons, whatever he wants. Now, if he wants like a six-year contract, uh, that's like going to be a no. Uh, and not just because of I think he might relapse. It's just I don't really want to give any quarterback who's not named like, I don't know, Mahomes a six-year contract. Right. That's it. That's that's the issue. Um
3: that's such a huge that's the biggest question there right. It's like okay.
0: Yeah.
3: I'll be I'll be if if they extend Gino cuz he's a f- unrestricted free agent. So if right. they sign Gino before the draft, that will actually be like whew, okay, we know what they're doing. That's yeah. their that's their idea. Sign him for 2 years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Don't don't franchise tag him. I mean no. If you have to, if that's what you want to do, but don't do that. That should be right. the last resort. Right. But if they sign them for like two or three years, it's like, okay, they're going to maybe draft a quarterback, but they're going to build the team, which is what they need to do. They need to get defensively strong um, and and get a, a third wide receiver who's good and, and a backup running back and maybe interior offensive lineman, but really b- rebuild the defense. Yes, so Gino, the quarterback position is fine. Gino's good enough yeah. to win if the rest of the team is is good. Absolutely. But but if you go in, if you haven't done that and you go into the draft, that's what I don't want to see. That's like worst case scenario to me because right. it's like they they haven't worked out a deal with Gino, and he did, They don't have to until what after the draft at this point because there's no yeah. there's no there's no really workouts. I mean there's walkthroughs. But it's like if you're going into the draft with no quarterback, because G- Drew Locke, well, I'm only mentioning him because he's a free agent too. It's not like he, they really have any plans with him. And Gino, and no quarterbacks under contract, then you're thinking, well, there's no guarantee they're gonna. S-. Gino could be like, man, you guys have given me all kinds of the benefit of the doubt here, but this uh, Tennessee Titans team is offering me, and that could be legit. This Absolutely. Tennessee t- Titans team is offering me three million and thirty million dollars a year, and yeah. and he he's thirty two years just turned thirty two. So three years, yeah, he could do that in his sleep. He hasn't taken all those hits.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: So you at that point it might be like mm, you might have to pick a quarterback. I mean, unless yeah. you Derek Carr is going to be released, just throwing it out there. He's a fantastic yeah. leader. His teammates respect him. His hell his college teammates respect him because he's got one that plays. Yeah. Receiver for him who signed with him because they believe in Derek Carr. So if Derek Carr is out there and it's like. I, they, they might be forced to make a decision they don't want to make unless something has worked out with Gino. And I'm hoping like, OK, we lost to the Jets. Our season and, and the Packers won or the commanders won. Our season's done. Day one, which is usually Black Friday, all these coach uh, coaches getting fired as, as the NFL season ends day one is I'm contacting Geno Smith's agent and being like, what can we work out here?
2: Yeah, absolutely. They, they, <laughs> they have got to do that.
3: And it's not got- like he's a left-handed quarterback. Those guys get concussed all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just like Eugene Levy.
3: That's right. Uh,
2: yeah, I totally agree. They've, they've got to work this out before the draft, because for one thing, if they sign him, then quarterback's not a position to need. And if they don't, it definitely is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can sign Drew Locke, but you have no idea what you're going to get with him. And he couldn't beat out Geno Smith, which I'm not saying. As
3: it turns out. As it turns out. It was it it turns out. Genius, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. But you don't know that he's going to be able to perform. They think he will be able to because, after all, that they took him in the trade, right? So obviously they believe in him. That's what they say, and I'm sure they do. But like you said, you would still have to sign him to a contract. It would be a lot cheaper than keeping Gino because he hasn't proven anything. But you don't know what you get with him either. So they would go in with absolutely having to draft a quarterback. And if you sign Gino, you don't have to. Should you? Yeah, I still think they should sign it because it's such a huge class. But maybe, maybe, but you don't have to do it in the first round now. Whereas, mm-hmm. and no guarantees. There's no, as we know, being twelves, there are no guarantees that high draft picks will pan out. We've seen that all too often.
3: I mean, Rick Meyer was fine, but after that, <laughs> so yeah, Dan McGuire, Hall of Famer. I mean, That's- they've they've hit on. Yeah, most they, of their first round quarterbacks.
2: They do. They totally do. Um, I would. So I would still like to see them draft a quarterback for sure. But
3: even I mean, round two, round two, like you were saying, it doesn't yeah, have to be round one. Exactly. Even if it's like Anthony Richardson somehow falls to round two, he probably won't because he. We all know how the NFL draft works, right? It's like, oh, OK, this guy, Todd Vandenberg, he's a second rounder. Lee Val, you know, he's a fourth rounder. And then it's like, OK, well, well, after their pro days and well after the combine. And then suddenly, two days before the draft, it's like, oh, Lee Val's a first rounder. It's like, why? Just yeah. because people see that? Yep. Oh, DK Metcalf, you know, he, I man, he's a physical freak. He's going to go first round, but he can't run these rounds. Oh, he keeps falling, 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 almost exactly. falls to the third round.
2: Exactly. And and you know, one of these quarterbacks is going to fall to the third round because it happens every every draft. Russell Wilson. And I don't know if if anyone expected Russ to be a first rounder, but obviously
3: no, but he fell to the third round.
2: He did fall to the third round. And obviously he was a pretty good quarterback for a long time and he might be a really good quarterback next season. And frankly, I hope he is. But it's like even with even with how he's performing now, I was like, who cares I mean, if you were the team that drafted him, like, I think you got value out of that third round pick.
3: <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
2: You know, so uh, they can still draft. They still have a shot at drafting a really good quarterback for the future, but not like the immediate future, which is absolutely right. why they have to. And it's, and it's not just what he does on the field, like we were already saying. It's like what he does for that team. Like, I mean, they need this guy in the locker room. They absolutely need this guy in
3: the yep. locker room. I agree. And, and that's the only reason I well, brought up Derek Carr is because of that same yeah. mentality is that he seems to be a guy that players like playing with and as a human being, not as a quarterback.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing. People just, people, for some reason, people view pro sports as, Oh, it's a completely different environment. And it's like, it, it's work for, for these guys, it's work. You know, why do people think that there's mm-hmm. been animosity with Russ has his own office And Russ has his own coach and all that. It's like, how would you feel like if you go to your job and they hire in some hotshot who takes a place of guys that you used to work with and they're gone now. And this guy had no one else has in their own office except he has his own office. He has his own staff that work with him outside of your corporate environment. It's like, yeah, you're going to love that, right? It's exactly the same yeah. thing. Pretty- we
3: all work on a team, no matter what. We, I'm assuming most of us work on some kind of team. And if you yeah. have worked with somebody who's like, oh, they think they're better, bigger than the team, you don't respect that person. You don't want to deal with that person.
2: Even if, even if the person says the right things and treats you well, which I think, I, I think Russ absolutely treats his coworkers, his teammates, well. I don't say that. But just the fact well, that but he
3: has I, I, this. I, I sorry to jump in, but I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think Russ is a bad person. I think no. the issue is that he he comes across robotic, and as far as his answers go, yes. And if you are with, if you're working with somebody every day and you hear that same thing, you're like, yeah, it's kind of fake because it is. I mean, you hear that thing, same thing every day. It's like that's not really him. That's just him spewing out some words. What, but what, but what, then if you're, yeah. But then if you're if you're working with that person and it's like you only see that and you never see like and then after the games you're like well cuz it's the way he he's so rehearsed in how he answers things but then what he's missing is when it gets to be post game and he's saying he's never like i it's always those guys we those kids it's yeah. like yeah. No, 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 no! You're you're missing the whole point. You make it I always make it I, like okay, this is my team. You know what I? I and he has at times. I'm not saying that, but overall he should have been like, yeah, I, I need to be playing better. You know, I've let my teammates. I mean, be the opposite of Zach Wilson in New York. Be more uh, like Tino. Yes.
2: yes, exactly. Zach Wilson, the the prime example of how you can be the worst possible teammate. I don't take responsibility. Like, oh, okay, you're the quarterback, and your your team had two yards of yeah. offense. Take responsibility,
3: have, even if you don't feel responsible.
2: Exactly, and that's what I think. I think Geno Smith has done that several times. I honestly think that because he he takes responsibility always, and I yeah. and there are definitely times when no, it wasn't Geno, but and yeah, it's like there have been a few games here where, like you were talking about, when he should have just run. Because he had he could have run to, to Topeka practically before he got tackled, and instead he tried to force a pass. One
3: of Tyler Lockett's former K-State players actually <laughs> uh, tackles him, and-,
2: and he could have picked up the first down, and he's done that a few times. But he he owns up to everything. He puts everything on his shoulders every time. Uh, Talking about Russ and and, and the robotic and the delusional stuff. This this is what he said before the Rams game. I'm excited to be back in the field. I feel like we're really catching a groove. (laughs) In the Chiefs game, we had an amazing comeback. We're almost able to win the game. believe we could have won it. It's like, no, dude. You you couldn't have won it. It's like, you're not Mm. catching a groove. Are you kidding me? And
3: And the Chiefs were up 27 to nothing thinking, no, we don't even do anything. They let up.
2: And uh, as the Colts found out, you can't lend up, you can't let up, no matter how big your lead is. But well, not
3: against Kirk Cousins. No, not
2: against Kirk Cousins, that's for sure. He actually
3: has two, the two biggest comebacks since 2015. Did you know that?
2: I did not know they had the two biggest.
3: That was the against the the Saints in the playoffs, and then against against the Colts.
2: Which is really weird to me, is like the there's a lot of Kirk Cousins. disrespect i wouldn't say hate but disrespect it's like the dude's a good quarterback is he one of the best in the league
3: no he's not rg3 but
2: no he's no rg3 that's (laughs) definitely the truth
3: we're gonna we're gonna take two quarterbacks in the first three rounds
2: (laughs) oh my god you gotta wonder about some of these jams like uh like uh anyway i don't wonder about our GM. i like our GM. um this draft has been yeah the rookies have cooled off to some extent except for a certain fifth round pick but it's still still an excellent draft it's like are some of them playing like rookies yeah it's like but the rookies it's okay right yeah
3: and if you're not getting if if you're charles cross and abe lucas i think abe lucas has been more consistent than charles cross Mm -hmm. but if you're not getting any getting any interior help from yeah. your veteran interior players. Yeah. I mean what do you expect? Yeah. I agreed. That's they need to draft a they need to draft a center. It sounds ridiculous to say, but they need to draft a center yeah, they do. in the first or second round.
2: <sighs> second round I'd say for sure. They they need defensive linemen in the first round is what they need. Which again well, goes, got, goes thankfully back to they have
3: multiple picks.
2: Yeah. Gee, I wonder how that happened. Yeah, and uh definitely the way you do that is you sign Geno, and that way you can spend that draft capital, true, in, in places that that don't have a solution. You have the solution on the team now to the quarterback issue because there's not a quarterback issue. So let's just resign him and then go on from there. So
3: I mean, Zach Wilson might be available.
2: I'm I'm pretty sure he'll be available. It's like
3: Maybe. It's a lot uh, to give So um, we'll end the show with this. So you, you pre-pro. Um, I wish we had Ted on the show cause he's a Jets fan. Yes. But you know, oh, he, oh, he's, he's, he's busy. Um, we don't know if he's busy. We didn't ask. We should have asked. We should
2: have um, asked. And if, if he knew we were calling, he's busy.
3: Um, hey, Ted Hicks isn't available. It's um, <laughs>
2: like so sad. You don't have that recording anymore. Anyway.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I probably do, but I just can't, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, That's right. Skype. So, um, what the hell is I saying? Oh, uh, so but you mentioned before uh, pre-pro about the the Knives Out, um, yes. Glass Onion. Have yeah. you uh, did you watch it? Have you watched it? I have
2: not watched it yet. I'm waiting to. It's really
3: really good. Yeah, see. it's really good. I
2: uh, I had to laugh because Ben Shapiro noted genius self-proclaimed. Uh, funny how these alpha males. Friend
3: are of Eugene Levy. Going down
2: and going down in flames. Proclaimed that it was a bad movie because it misled the audience and
3: like,
2: <laughs> yeah and you're laughing I mean, it's a mystery stupid That's how they work and, and on social media some guy was complaining is like oh you just don't like you know you're just giving him crap because you know of an opinion it's like no because he's ignorant about how mysteries work and like i don't know google red herring maybe Have some basic understanding of what the hell you're talking about. Like, I don't care if he doesn't like the movie, but to say he doesn't like the movie because he doesn't understand how things work, like female sexuality, like, well, okay. Maybe that's why you don't like women because you don't know anything about them. (laughs) You don't think they're human. Like, why should I have respect for some nitwit like Ben Shapiro? I was like, at least he's not Andrew Tate, as far as I know. You know <laughs> at least he's not doing a little sex trafficking thing in Romania. It's but funny.
3: I, sorry, I, I, this is a horrible segue, but because I he well, we posted something that has nothing about human trafficking or anything, but it was just talking about people reacting to things that yeah. maybe they they don't have any clue as to what they're talking about. So <clears throat> I I posted this Derek Carr article I wrote on two days ago or whatever it was. Hell, it may have been yesterday, but it said. The article was one reason to sign Derek Carr if he becomes a free agent and two reasons not to. And so I posted on Facebook, if Derek Carr becomes a free agent after the season, what the Seahawks should do. And literally, it's just like I said, one reason Seahawks should add Derek Carr and two reasons not to. And this one person comments and says, why? And move on and draft a younger quarterback. Did Did you read the title? Why? Uh, first of all, it's no, it's not even don't. an answer. It's just, hey, this is one reason if you have two reasons, you shouldn't take somebody and one reason you should. It's no. probably saying, oh, you know what? And then um,
2: usually the people who complain about articles and not just ours, but in general, don't actually read the article. But when <laughs> yep, but when it tells true. you they're in the title, all you had to do is read the title.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then I posted <laughs> our I think it was either. I think it was just like how to watch the game kind of thing. Somebody, this guy named George, responded by saying they may well beat a hapless Jets team. And then what? Super Bowl? Okay. first of all, it was how to watch the game. Secondly, the Jets are not a hapless team. What the hell are you watching?
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's some odd people out there, aren't there?
3: There are people just like I don't mind. Social media is what it is, you know. Yeah. But it's like if I comment on something. First of all, I feel bad if I make a grammatical mistake when I'm commenting on something. When I when it's something I do all the time because I'm not that smart. But it's like at least I make a comment based on what the source material is. Yeah. Instead of just like meh. (laughs) <laughs> it's like God. I mean, just don't. Why? Why are you even taking time to respond to this? You don't even know. It's just ridiculous.
0: It's my like,
2: New Year's resolution what? is now my 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 initial New Year's resolution was to be kinder on social media, which was going to last for like five hours max. But I'm changing it now. My my comment will be meh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, be I, I stole that from Patton Oswald's first like first album where he's well, he's I'll talking credit, about. Uh, what what do you call the thing? I don't, don't really have them anymore, but the like if you had the recording and it would record it would record shows it thought you liked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and his comment was like he came back and he recorded this one thing and then he came back, back home and his whole thing was full and it was full of all this stuff he would never watch. And it was just like <laughs> he, he had this voice of uh of the machine itself being like, man, you you like this. You also like this. And it filled up his complete thing. He's like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's just really funny. So,
2: TiVo.
3: TiVo. TiVo, that's what it is. Yeah. They're still out there. <clears throat> oh, by the way, Not YouTube enough. TV, at least uh, that's going to be the new source for Sunday. Yes.
2: And and apparently they're talking about, I'm so glad you mentioned that, because I was thinking about it before in pre-pro and then totally forgot <clears throat> that early word.
3: Working of, on the farm in Markham.
2: Yep, conjecture is raising that uh, that uh, that vegetable matter, uh, three hundred dollars, which Avocados? is which is like is a fruit, a third of what it 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 is a fruit. Um, I think that yeah, about a third of what direct ticket is now, and which also makes sense. the possibility that it they may also have just oh a la carte packages like oh if you just want one team.
3: Which is what MLB does, which we've mentioned before, just having yeah, the one team.
2: But they absolutely need to do. It's like, and I can see, it's like, okay, we'll we'll soak you for it. We'll we'll charge you half for one team. But if you really only want to watch your team, a hundred and fifty bucks for the whole season, that would not
3: be it, too bad. I'm and glad you brought up the. It, but that would I'm be. Glad, awesome. I'm glad you brought up the price because it was DirecTV. It was between. It must have gone up since I had DirecTV, which has been a few years. But they said the packages were between three hundred and four hundred bucks. And there were 2 million subscribers. It's like, yeah, because you had to have DirecTV. Who has DirecTV? Yeah. But now that YouTube TV – and I feel bad for DirecTV because you're sunk no, you're at this point. Yeah. But um, well, yeah, I don't really feel bad for them. But it, now with YouTube TV, it's like so many more people have access. Yeah. They're paying – I think DirecTV was paying, what, $1.5 And YouTube TV is going to pay like $2.5 But so, yeah. there's so many more people that have yeah. access to it, they're making that money back.
2: Like literally, what, instantly. 100 times as many people?
3: Yeah. If not
2: well, 100 anybody
3: 100 who has an internet many. subscription. Exactly,
2: exactly. So. And, and how many people would, I mean, obviously everyone who already was getting soaked for not only paying for DirecTV, but then the Sunday ticket, you know they're all signing up, obviously. Uh, yeah, they'll probably have... I would not be a bit surprised to to see them have 50 million subscribers easy.
3: Yeah, why why would you not? Even if you even if you have because if you have regular TV like the most most like most of us do, there's still only so many games I can watch. But if I can if it's like oh okay 150 bucks, hell yeah I'm in for that. So you know and they're 150 bucks for that many people. I mean they're making that money back. And making the money back and making a profit, which is the whole point, right? Of course. And they're making a huge profit off of this. Oh,
2: absolutely. They're making a huge profit. I mean, it's...
3: And Google needs the money, let's be honest. It's, that's uh, true. They, company. They've
2: fallen on hard times. I wonder, I wonder if uh, they're going to walk in and take toilet paper out of offices and shut down servers just to cut costs. Because yeah. that's, that's that's how true geniuses
3: do things. Well, they should. I mean, d- toilet paper is expensive. <laughs> It is. I mean, you don't want to get the you don't want to get the rough stuff. I mean, that's how. I mean, how many games did? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we're ending the show, which is good because I can't remember the uh, player you know, you for the Royals who played third base. So I'm just gonna say Eugene Levy missed all those games because he had hemorrhoids all the time.
2: That was George Levy.
3: George, yes, George F- Levy.
2: Flirted with 400, wanted up hitting 390. Poor George.
3: Yeah, you know, because he only played half the fucking season. I mean that's B.S.
2: Basically, basically. How many games did he play that season? Like 102 or some?
3: Yeah. It was something barely. Yeah, I was yeah. barely able to make the what 3.1 at bats, whatever it was.
2: Yeah, something like that.
3: People were like, "Who? What? What are they talking about?"
2: <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> Baseball.
3: That's 40 years ago, literally.
2: Literally. Which also, I saw this little post, which is interesting, that the Mariners. And the Seahawks both have rookies on notable lists, which is pretty nice for Seattle sports. Pretty nice for Seattle. What's a sport. notable list? Like they're good.
3: Like a top ten readers of Charles Dickens.
2: Oh, oh, look at this. <laughs> readers
3: of Charles. Who knew Derek Young loved uh, Chuck?
2: Who let knew? me let me look that up on Wikipedia because I wonder if there's a top ten list. <gasps> oh my God, Derek Young is seventh. <gasps> <laughs>
3: <Who Sorry. knew>? <laughs> <laughs> Frickin' Bo Melton's number six And he just signed with somebody else (laughs) That's our show Why are you
0: the worst?